We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Back in Victorian England, a famous theologian posed a perplexing riddle. Why are the two top personalities in the Bible tagged with the numbers 7 and 11? Academics agree the answer is found in the stunning discovery of a hitherto secret Bible structure explained in a new book called The Genesis Grid. The discovery is so simple that preschool children could illustrate it. Certain claims are hugely controversial and may offend some, but at the Exxon, we've studied this awesome new book and agree with one expert, and I quote, These discoveries appear to be beyond coincidence. So who or what hid this wonderful pattern in the Bible, and what might they do next? Find out more, Exxon Nation, and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk. Have you exhausted all traditional means of healing without success? Are you experiencing communications through ghosts, angels, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services to humanity at this time through consultations. These consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you desire clarity of what may appear to be unexplainable phenomenon, then contact me through my website at a guiding light spelled L-I-T-E dot com to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. The Alien Cosmic Expo will be held in Brantford, Ontario, June 26, 27, 28, and will feature 24 internationally acclaimed experts and researchers of UFOs, crop circles, alien abductions, and much more in this three-day 2015 summer Canadian event. Experts in the field of extraterrestrials and alien encounters, out-of-body experiences, past life regression, soul reading, psychic and mediumship will all be presented with professionalism, integrity, and credibility, making the Alien Cosmic Expo the largest event of its kind in Canada for 2015. The Exhibitor Hall will feature a spectacular lineup of gifted mediums, psychics, astrologers, channelers, aura photography, healers, as well as books, DVDs, alternative health products, crystals, jewelry, and much more completing the venue with something for everyone. For all information and to purchase your tickets for the Alien Cosmic Expo, go to www.aliencosmicexpo.com. <laughs> 
That's www.aliencosmicexpo.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell, for tonight, Friday, June the 19th in the year 2015. You're listening to us live and around the world on the X-Zone Broadcast Network and Starcom Radio Network. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is X-Zone at xzoneradiotv.com. On all social media sites, X-Zone Radio TV. And our main website, where you can listen to the Exxon 724-365, including the live broadcast, 8 p.m. until midnight, www.xzoneradiotv.com. One week from today is the opening of the Alien Cosmic Expo in Brantford, Ontario. Now, as I was saying earlier tonight, if you can't make it because you're listening to us in the United Kingdom, Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, anywhere in the world, you can still take part. And it's very simple. Heather Masters and Joanne Eady have arranged for pay-per-view of their keynote speakers for the three days. This event is not a local event. It is a worldwide event. You'll have the opportunity of listening to such great speakers as my friend Stanton Friedman, my friend Michael Horner. I've known these guys for nearly 20 years, Exxon Nation. So we go back a long time, and I call them friends with pride. Paul Hellier will be there. And this is just some of the listeners, uh, I'm sorry, some of the speakers that you'll have the ability to listen to in the comfort of your home, your car. Hopefully you're pulled over to the side of the road when you do this. Um... You know, the beach, your boat, wherever, as long as you have an internet connection. It's that simple. For more information or to buy your pay-per-view tickets, go to www.digitalbroadcastnetwork.ca. For more information on the Alien Cosmic Expo, www.aliencosmicexpo.com. My guest this hour is Catherine Louise. She is an intuitive medium. And Catherine has known since she was two years old that she was different from others. She could see spirits as if they were still in their human form and had a difficult time telling the difference. With the guidance of her great-grandmother, she was taught how to embrace her gift and not to fear it. Guided by spirit, she was able to connect immediately. She has also been blessed with the gift of healing and was granted a sacred symbol from the ancients. Over the years, she has been given many gifts, the ability to read photos of those uh, departed ones 
is just one of the many gifts. Joining me now is Catherine Louise, and her website is spiritualhandsonhealing.ca. And Catherine, welcome to the X-Zone. Hi, how are you? You're the psychic. You tell me. That- <laughs> well, I think, you do- I think you're doing pretty good. I think you're getting tired, though. Oh, no, actually, I'm wide awake. I had a nap this <laughs> afternoon. Oh, you cheated. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Oh, so so tell me more about yourself. Tell me, wh- why is it you thought at two years old that you were different? I mean, don't all children see spirits and dead people? Um, a lot of children do. Um, a lot of, you know, that's the your imaginary friends, yeah. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, it was my great-grandmother that actually noticed it because I would be just, uh, apparently, I would just be kind of like sitting around and talking to people, uh-huh. even though that there was no one ever around. Um, I'm Hungarian; I have a Hungarian background, and uh, so you know, it was something that um, is not, uh, you know, for the lack of, back then was normal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's when uh, she was gifted herself, and that's when she recognized that I was actually speaking to actual people um, because she was able to see them as well. And um, being that I was getting into trouble a lot because I was talking to people and, I, and it would be talk to my face. I was talking to my grandfather or an uncle and I was talking to other uncles and aunts and other people from, you know, on a different time period. So that's when I kind of knew that there was something a little bit different. So I was probably a little bit older than two, but that's when I was recognized when I was two. So tell me, how did this ability, these gifts, affect you growing up? Um, it was very difficult because it was, um, I never I never fit in. And it just seemed that no matter where, and we moved quite a bit when I was younger, um, there was just no one that could really understand mm-hmm. who I was or, you know, because I would be, talking about things and they would just be kind of looking at me silly because I would be getting this information from, you know, spirits and, you know, or uh, people that have crossed over, but they were still on this plane. I would ask a question and I would receive the answer from them. It was always like, you're weird. You're, you know, like I got a lot of the, you, you're weird. You're retarded. There's something wrong with you. You're a witch. Um, you know, so, but, um, you know, because it wasn't as open and mm-hmm. as it and wasn't even accepted back then. So it's, um, it's, was just wonderful to see how it is, uh, you know, how our children now are growing up with the, the gift of being able to be completely who they are and comfortably. It must've been very hard for you growing up with these gifts, especially as you just described how you were treated. How did you overcome that? Um, it was hard, especially getting into the teenage years. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of pulled into myself. And I kind of, well, for lack of a better term, had to kind of put everything into a bottle and kind of park it off to the side. And um, it was difficult because, like I said, once again, I never fit in. I never felt as if, because I always knew that there was something different about me and I didn't have anyone that I could speak to at that time because, you know, like, it's just not something that you would have talked about. Um, You know, once again, uh, growing up, you know, and I would say back then, 
um, because it was, you know, it wasn't as open as it is now. Um, there was always something wrong with you. I was very um, rebellious, extremely rebellious. And, you know, and it was always the, you know, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, I know. And, you know, or they, or my parents would say something and it's like, yeah, I know. You don't have to tell me. It was very snotty. <laughs> and so, you know, and as a rebellious child, it, um, you got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I can understand. Oh, yeah. I can understand that. <laughs> you must have also gotten yourself into a lot of trouble at school. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> or we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Well, let me see. Uh, the report cards. My mother saved everything, let me tell you. I oh have my, my report gosh. cards right from kindergarten. Um, it was difficult even starting school because I didn't know a stick of English when I started school. So I not only had to over, you know, overcome the language barrier, I also had to, uh, you know, figure out and understand how to work with my people, which weren't Nowadays, they would say, like, they're, you know, the spirit world. Um, so every report card was, Catherine does not listen. Uh, she's <laughs> always looking out the window. She does not pay attention. She's always off on her own. She does not want to mix well with the other children. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. And then high school, well, yeah. it, um, I quit in grade 10. So, But it did go back when I was in my 40s. <laughs> Good for you, sweetie. Good for you. um, So it was, um, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of weird at the same time because I knew everything that I was doing and like for me was right, Mm -hmm. but on the outside it was all wrong. So it was, uh, you know, very contradictory the whole time I was growing up. A real battle. I've never asked uh, an intuitive medium this question but it must have been hard on dates for you because no matter what the guy said, you knew the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see. Um, I never really had a lot of boyfriends um, because they, um, I never really wanted any, yeah. that, you know, because it was, um, and, and it's like you said, because I, um, because being a medium uh, and an intuitive medium, you know, I could just feel right off the bat mm-hmm. what the intentions were. Um, I did have uh, a couple of male friends that were like just guy friends. Yeah. Um, that we just kind of like hung out. Um, I did have a couple of boyfriends, you know, and um, I'm married to one of them. So, and he's a pretty great guy. He understands me. Good thing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I feel sorry for him at times. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, it was, I was very much of a, uh, very much of a loner. I never really had a huge circle of friends, um, because I was always, you know, I, 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 cause I vibrated on a different level. Mm -hmm. So it was, um, it was, uh, interesting to say the least when I look back now, it's just like, Wow. You know, I never had that group of friends, you know, like that. I think every child, you know, as you get to into older ages, uh, older ages, that sounds really good, older years, <laughs> you know, the, you see all these other people that, you know, they have friends that they're still hanging out with yes. that they met grade two and three. 
and uh, I never had that. Um, I only have uh, probably um, one true friend that I hold very dear, close to my heart, Mm -hmm. Um, and she's also, but she's also my kindred soul sister, so, you know, we've been sisters in another lifetime, Um, actually a, a couple of lifetimes. And, you know, and we found each other when we were, I think I was in about grade six. So I, you know, I finally had someone, but uh, we never really got to be together a lot. So I have a very small circle of friends. I have a lot of friends, but not anyone that I can 100% confide in. And, um, you know, and actually just sit down and have a glass of wine or whatever and just talk about spirits, you know, or as people call them, ghosts, Mm -hmm. you know. And, um, you know, in the uh, adventures that we have and, you know, where we travel off into when we do astral travel and all that kind of fun stuff. So, so basically, so, uh, you, you and your friends have spirits to talk about spirits. Very much so. <laughs> I love that. And, uh, oh, very much so. Yeah, you want to talk about whacked out conversations, just come to dinner at my house. You want to talk so, about whacked you know, out conversations, keep listening to this show. <laughs> So yeah, it's um, and you know, and, and once I basically came out, yeah. um, uh, totally, my circle has uh, really increased, and I am so blessed with the people that I have met and that have crossed mm-hmm. my path, and that I have become very close and dear, you know, have you know, and dear friends, yeah. um, and earth teachers, um, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So I am like super stoked about this expo because um, my uh, a uh, few of my friends are going to be there, and uh, yeah, they're so just going to be hanging out. And uh, it's, you know, at the same time, it's uh, finally I'm in my world, and I don't, you know, I'm not afraid anymore to talk about who I am and uh, what I do. You said you that you, you said <laughs> that you, you I should come to your house at supper time and listen to the whacked out conversations. Uh, by the way, was that an invitation? <laughs> Sure. You like Hungarian food? I love Hungarian food. My husband cooks really good. (laughs) See, your husband and I have something in common. My wife tells me I'm a great cook. So I I think this is the sign of the times when, you know, if Chef Ramsay can get the acclamations for being the great chef he is, I think your husband and I deserve the same, right? Of course you do. Especially since we keep doing the cooking and the dishes and the housework, the walls, the windows, the vacuuming, the lawns, and the shoveling. I got nothing to say to that. You see, I'm well trained. <laughs> you are. You know, I high five on that one. Because my husband's the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, and then to put up, you know, and then to top it all off, he has to, um, he has to deal with my conversations uh, when uh, my friend uh, Larry Campbell, when he calls. Yeah. So, you know, and he's all, it's always on speakerphone. So this is how my husband is, uh, has been learning about my world. It, does he get into the spirits to to listen to the spirits as well? Um, my husband is actually, um, I think from, uh, you know, like when I completely opened up to him and he kind of figured that something was weird, he said, because there'd be times I'd be sitting up in bed and I'd be talking to somebody that, you know, wasn't there and having conversations sometimes and, mm-hmm. you know, where he couldn't figure it out. And when I finally told him, I said, you know what, this is what I do. This is who I am. I talk to dead people and I see dead people and they talk to me and, you know, and as I'm talking to them and I said, uh-huh. oh, and by the way, I said, your mom is right here right now. And she's so happy 
that, you know, you're doing what you're doing. And he's just kind of looking around. And um, so the more he is understanding my world um, and um, meeting more and more of my spiritual friends, um, he's also um, beginning to tune into himself. Um, he's uh, understanding that he is, he is very intuitive himself. So um, I also not only have a great cook and mm-hmm. cheap pop washer, but I got a great student as well. Sounds like you've got a very good best friend there. I do. I do. I have uh, amazing support. Amazing support. Tell me, uh, how do you prepare for a session? Um, It all depends. Um, It all depends on um, when a person uh, books for a session. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, am able to tap into their energy field um, prior to them, you know, if they come to my home or if it's a phone session or if it's uh, even email or a Skype session uh, or Google Chat, do that too. Um, I'm able to tap in and I just, you know, start working with my guides and um, kind of bridging the gap, so to speak. Right. And just seeing where where that person is at. So when we actually do connect and they and we do begin the reading, mm-hmm. um, I can I understand if they're you know if they put a wall up for a reason, or if there's something that they're very fearful of. Um, I uh, apparently I, I I meditate, but I don't even really realize that I do. I just kind of go outside and and uh, we have an 88 acre backyard. Oh, so so, so does he cut the grass as well in the in the backyard? Uh, he did today, but that's my job because I am like anal about how the grass gets cut. <laughs> Eighty-eight <laughs> and, acres. Yeah, we don't. That's not all in grass. We oh, live on a oh, nice farm. So okay. We, <laughs> oh, hey, I wish it was because because ninety percent of that would be a pond. Oh um, <laughs> so so you want so you want one of the Great Lakes in your backyard, right? Pretty much. Actually, an ocean would be good. Oh, well, that's... I'd take a lake. You see, that's 92 <laughs> acres, not 88. So, um, so yeah, I just kind of go out, and then I, I you know, I just uh, walk around a bit, and then I just ask, you know, depending on where this person's energy and vibration is coming from, mm-hmm. I go, you know, and that's where I go to. So I either, you know, depending on what I'm feeling, um, where they're vibrating at, and sometimes I'm even taken back into a previous life and that gives me an indication do I need to pull in the ancients yeah. or you know, do I just pull in the ascended masters or do we go directly to Holy Spirit um, and then you know and any of their family members you know if they start coming forward and saying mm-hmm. you know basically pick me I have a message so it's um, you know like so that's that's pretty much it you know I'm I'm, I'm pretty simple uh how long are your sessions, or does it vary upon the the connection between both sides? Um, I do have timed sessions, you know, because you have to put a limit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I give um, half-hour readings, 45-minute reading, hour readings. Um, at, uh, at any time when I do start a reading, if a person, let's say, for instance, books in for a one-hour reading, um, I always tell them, you know, like, it may go over. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually give a little bit of a buffer zone because when spirit has got a message that a person needs, especially if it's for healing yeah. purposes, um, if, if it's something that they need to hear, time doesn't matter. 
um, you know, because it's all, you know, because I, I am, uh, you know, have been given this gift to pass forward and to pay it forward from my, from a lot of my previous lives to a, to be able to bring these people up into their awareness, to bring them to a point in their life where they're happy, where they can begin to see the light, depending on where, you know, where they are sitting at. If they're anxious mm-hmm. about something and, you know, and taking them and, you know, bringing them down into a state of being more calm so that they can actually see the water instead of just the white caps, you know, or, you know, and, um, and I also uh, do work with children. Um, that must uh, be and, hard. You know, that, that must be hard on you working with children. Um, you know, everybody says that to me, and mm. it's something that just uh, evolved. Not even evolved. It was just kind of there. Um, I'm not even really sure how it happened. It was just, uh, I swear that, you know, that uh, all my dudes up there are going, you know what? Mm. There's a lot of kids coming up. You know, a lot of these crystal children, indigos yeah. and that, and parents don't understand them, and you know, these kids got nobody to talk to. So let's pick Catherine because she's a short little Hungarian. She can do this. And yeah, plus her husband. Like a kid. Plus her husband is a great cook. Yeah, and he's a child himself too, so everything works well. Whoa. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, so it's not really mm-hmm. difficult working with children, if anything. Yeah. It's magical. Well, let me ask you. Let me let me turn the question a little bit. It must be hard for you when you have a mom or a dad or a grandmother or a grandfather on in front of you, and they want to connect with a child on the other side. You know, I um, some people would think this answer to be really odd, but no, it's not. No, I um, because once again, because I grew up the way. And, you know, with the gifts that I did, mm-hmm. um, I have been really chastised over the years because, you know, with, you know, deaths in through the family and friends um, because of my reaction mm-hmm. or, well, in this case, lack of reaction. Um, my uh, my father passed uh, a year and a half ago. And oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Life. So, no, you know, it was, uh, he's, in a, he's in an awesome place right now, hanging out with my uncles and causing all kinds of shit, let me tell you. Ah, that explains um, it. Okay. He's a happy man now. He's very, very healthy now. Good, um, I'm glad. And they're, you know, and they're saying, you know, like, you know, like, I can't believe you never shed a tear. Like, what's the matter with you? Yeah. Are you happy that he's gone? And I, it was like, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not happy that he's physically gone. I said, but you know what? He was so ill and he was, he fought a battle. Yeah. And, you know, and I said, and he was positive right to the very end. I'm going to share a story with you. My -hmm. godfather, my uncle, God bless him, he passed away this year. Uh, He had a stroke 10, 12 years ago. He had a leg amputated. He, uh, towards the end, he suffered a number of minor strokes. And I last saw him the day that he was passing. And I didn't, I had a feeling. You know, I went into his room, and God bless him, he was he was out of it. And I gave him a kiss, and I said, I love you, Uncle Joe. Goodbye. And that night he passed. And my aunt called me the next morning, and she was telling me that, uh, that Uncle Joe had passed. And my wife and I, my wife is a nurse, we both knew. 
And I agree with you. I was relieved because I knew he was in a better place, that he was with the rest of our family who passed, that he was now on his two feet. He was no longer in pain. And I love that attitude that you have. Yeah, and that's, uh, I, I just have to ask this, were you, was he your favorite uncle? Because he just came in and he said that he would have, he would not have left had you not done what you did. He needed to know that when you gave him that kiss and you had a tear that fell onto his face and that was, that was your signal to say it was time for him, that it was okay for him to go, that everybody was going to be fine and that you were going to be fine as well. Yes, he was my favorite uncle. He was my godfather. He was he yeah. was like a father to me. And yes, I did have a tear in my eye that fell on his cheek. Yeah. And that's what and that was that and that's just him validating that he was completely yeah. aware that everything that uh, you were there but he was waiting. He needed to feel uh, or he needed to have your uh, release. Mm-hmm. I'm not really quite sure why he gave me the word release. Um, in order for him to be able to completely release and to and to pass and to just go back into health. Well, you know what? Um, and he thanks you for that. No, it's I who thank you for giving me that message from him. I feel him around a lot. You know, oh, he's he, always there. You know, he used to wear aqua velva, and I and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes now now you know sometimes I'm in the office and I smell aqua velva. Now nobody in my offices or the studios wear aqua velva like i went around and say what kind of cologne do you wear what kind of aftershave do you wear and um you know and then it dawned on me uncle joe always wore aqua velva but with the passing of uncle joe also came a great relief for my aunt you know uncle joe was in his upper 80s my aunt is in her upper 70s and i i felt the relief because she also who took care of him at home all those years yeah she was free and a lot of people couldn't understand why she was feeling the way she does and i i would tell him i said well he is free he is you know you don't have yeah. to worry you know what i mean no and it's yeah and it's it's very difficult to uh, for a lot of people to understand that. And my mother mm. went through the same thing. Um, you know, my father was on dialysis for yeah. 10 and a half years. And her and those entire 10 and a half years was consisted of, you know, going to dialysis with him three times a week. And then as, you know, as, as his uh, illness progressed, um, it was, you know, three times a week for dialysis mm-hmm. and he was no longer able to drive. So she was going, sitting for four and a half to five hours at the hospital, waiting for the dialysis taking him to doctor's appointments, and then he passed, yeah. non-related to what his illness was. Um, and so her her entire life just completely did a flip-flop and a shift. And people couldn't understand, you know, like, you know, they're saying, you know, like, you're, you're doing so well. And it's like, what is she supposed to do? Exactly. Um, so in a, in a, in a, in a essence, um, with the passing of, like, my, my father the way that he did, and also with your uncle, and he just came through with that saying, that all of this was meant to happen that way because your aunt, he wants, he wanted to ensure that she was not going to become ill looking after him. He wants to make sure that with the time that she has left on this earth, on mm-hmm. this on this earth, 
that she is going to be able to do it breathing lightly and being able to walk with a happy step again and that she has to stop going through with this. Uh, she's running through her head. I wonder if there's anything else I could have done. Maybe if I had done this, she has to completely clear that. She did everything and more, and she just needs to spend now this time just going back to the person that she is and finding herself again, finding that happiness. Well, knowing my aunt, I know she will work through it. She is a great lady, and uh, she has a wonderful daughter and a wonderful son and a wonderful ex-daughter-in-law that are still in her circle for support. Plus, we're just down the road. They're in Cambridge, so you know we're not that far away. Listen, um, no, that's perfect. Do, you, do you ever give people bad news if that's what you're picking up? Uh, I am extremely fortunate um, that when I do receive something that's unpleasant, um, that the words are given to me um, through their uh, through their guides and through my guides to kind of like almost collaborate mm-hmm. and give me the words uh, that I can't even really describe it and to tell you in all honesty because when it comes out I don't even know where it comes from but the message is in there it comes out as a very um, um, almost like a soft heads up or a soft warning um, if someone has a, a serious illness um, and if I pick up on that or if someone in their family, if there, if there's, um, there's at times I do see a tragedy that may be happening or may be coming forward and it's just like, um, you know, like when, you know, you're, you know, when your son's playing out on the street, maybe you shouldn't have him be playing on this, on that street. It's just far too busy keep them away, keep them over there, or, you know, it's always a, uh, almost like a deterrent. Mm-hmm. And unfortunate, the unfortunate part is it's something that they have to take and listen to. And it's almost as, like, almost as if it's their choice to understand what I'm saying. You know, if someone is very, very ill, yeah. we are, uh, we're not allowed to come out and say, oh, by the way, you're going to die in six weeks. If that's just like, no, no. When you're out and about uh, at a shopping center or if you're at the grocery <laughs> store, do you ever get a spirit that gives you a message that they want that person in front of you in the line at Sobeys? I've got a message for her. I want you to let her know what... Do you ever get... Does that oh, ever happen? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, um, um, when I... When I was uh, more of a greenhorn, I'm mm-hmm. still somewhat of a greenhorn, um, learning how to uh, approach public areas uh, was difficult because as soon as you go into a group of people, it was just like, I'm looking around. You may see 10 people. I see 200 because, you know, there's 10, you know, like um, as some of us call them warm bloods, mm-hmm. and then the rest are like, uh-oh, they, you know, they're already passed and gone. And... Um, it 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 was difficult because I would just want to go and tap that person on the shoulder and say, "Oh, by the way, I'm pretty sure it's a great aunt or you know whatever, and she just wants you to know this." Um, and that is like you know like faux pas. Yeah. You know you just don't do that because you really freak people out. Um, but now I have learned um, to send my husband shopping and I stay home. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
This we poor, have online shopping. This, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, you and I have to take a commercial break. Please stand by. Exonation, my guest this hour, is a delightful lady. She is an intuitive medium. She also does angelic and psychic guidance, channeling, photo reading, spiritual and holistic coaching, past life regressions, energy healing, healing for the mind, body, and soul. Her name is Catherine Louise. Her website, spiritualhandsonhealing.ca, and we'll both be back on the other side of these short breaks as we continue here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and live and around the world on the Exome Broadcast Network and the Starcom Radio Network. Don't go away. psychic to read your situation then consider david champion a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of ratings under his belt david champion will make you feel comfortable he has proven to be honest and accurate he's a straight shooter there's no guesswork what he sees is what you get while he is a medium most of the calls focus on relationships not only love but work school neighbors and more Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com, $1.50 per minute, paid by credit card, with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call 1-877-702-8598. That's 1-877-702-8598. you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com.
Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. I am Rob McConnell, this is The Exxon, and we're coming to you live and around the world from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network and the Starcom Radio Network. Worldwide toll-free, 800-610-7035, email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And our main website, where you can listen to the Exxon live Monday through Friday from 8 p.m. until midnight, just like you can on the Starcom Radio Network, www.exxonradiotv.com. And 24-7, 365, when we're not live on air, you can listen to the best of the Exxon with our many compliments. My guest this hour is Catherine Louise. She is an intuitive medium. But she also does angelic and psychic guidance, channeling, photo reading, spiritual and holistic coaching, past life regression, energy healing, and healing for mind, body, and soul. Her website is spiritualhandsonhealing.ca. Catherine, it's great having you with us. I love your laugh. I love your energy. I love what you do. So thanks very much for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you. Um, what do you, what do the people who are going to be meeting you at the Alien Cosmic Expo in Brantford next weekend, what do they have to look forward to? I mean, besides meeting a wonderful lady who has a great sense of humor and who works her poor husband to the bone. <laughs> oh, somebody's got to work him to the bone. Um, yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. Um, well, I'm going to be there, um, I'm going to be at the expo, um, like I say, I'm, I'm there, uh, I will be giving readings. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also a chair massage, uh, practitioner, so I will have my chair there to, uh, loosen up anybody that's tense. Uh-huh. Um, so, um, and, um, also going to be, uh, you know, hanging out with some of the, um, at some of the, uh, presenters, uh, at their lectures. So it, um, you know, and just kind of hanging out there, holding space where I need to be, where it needs to be held, and mm-hmm. driving people crazy, which I do very well. I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> Tell me about your angelic guidance. I love angel stories. I really do. Angels are my favorite topic. Hey, uh, yeah, I. Um, uh, it was, I guess if this is something that I, uh, like one thing I, I somewhat struggled with, um, I guess it would be identity growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it's, uh, not only knowing that there, there was something different about me, but completely feeling different. Um, always having the feeling that when I closed my eyes, I could literally fly. Um, and then it was given to me by, um, you know, Holy Spirit, uh, our Father, how, 
you know, whoever your person is. Right. Um, that um, I am from the um, seraphim angel realm, which is one of the highest ranking angels, um, and thus receiving my messages directly from, um, you know, the highest power. So you've got friends um, in high places. I most certainly do, yeah. and like I and like I tell everybody, you know, like this, you know, I said I've got the best boss in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, I said he's the big boss and the big boss. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, when there's people that are are distressed, um, and I still really can't describe it. Um, uh, if, you know, if I'm around someone and I can feel how that, you know, they're distressed and, you know, if we begin talking, um, it's literally like a, a million wings just flapping um, and just bringing in this breeze and, you know, just giving me um, their strength to, you know, help this person just, you know, to just to kind of bring them back together to give them the peace that they need at that time, mm-hmm. it's it's really it's really difficult. I'm still um, I'm still in a learning curve on that because you know it doesn't matter how long uh, apparently that you have been reading and you know you, you're continually being given new messages. You're continually learning and continually finding out about yourself, and it's absolutely amazing. It's um, being able to hear and to feel. Uh, the love and the emotion that comes from the angelic realm is something that you really can't describe. It um, it just comes out. It's just it's just thoroughly amazing. It's you know somebody just told me to describe it in food, mm-hmm. you know because I'm Hungarian and that's what we do best. Um, you know it's like it's it's beyond velvet. And you know, like mutter, mutter, butter right. melting. It's you know, you, it's really indescribable. I, I can just see somebody sitting in front of you saying, "I want to speak to your supervisor," and you just put a big <laughs> smirk on your face and say, "No, you don't." Uh uh-uh. uh It's just like, hang on a second, and just be like, okay, uh, whatever Archangel feels like they want to pop in on this yeah. one, just. Be my guest. <laughs> okay, I, I just have to break away for a sec here because I just received yeah. a, a news story from our newsroom that they'd like me to uh, to uh, address. Uh, a man was arrested for pouring syrup on a sidewalk. Guess where, Catherine? Oh, gosh, please don't say it was Cathcart, Ontario. No, it was Hamilton, <laughs> Ontario. Listen to this. In what could only be described as an extremely bizarre crime, police have arrested a Hamilton man for pouring what's believed to have been a pool of maple syrup on a sidewalk near the convention center. Police were called around 9 a.m. this Thursday and found a strange, unknown, sticky liquid covering a four-foot area on the corner of Summers Lane downtown, police say. A city road crew had been called to clean up the liquid. They think it might have been syrup, Maybe maple syrup, said the city spokesman, uh, but they don't know for sure what it was. Witnesses pointed out that the man they said was responsible, uh, and the police arrested a 56-year-old man for mischief. And this is a quote from the police. He caused resources to have been deployed to clean up the stuff. City crews had to lay down absorbent material to clean up the mess. 
The man was also carrying a small amount of marijuana and was found to be breaching a probation order. Only in Hamilton. Only in Hamilton. Well. (laughs) You see, my my question is to the newsroom, why did you send me that? (laughs) I don't know who this guy was. My producer is here, and if anybody in Hamilton would have done it, it would have been Craig. Just as a, Craig, where were you at 10 this morning? He's saying I'm pleading the fifth. Okay, got you, Craig. Um, I've got a, I've got a question here from a young lady who's listening to us in Langley, BC at exoneradiotv.com. She would like to know what the difference between a psychic and a medium is. Uh, there's, yeah, there is a difference. Um, it's something that, um, uh, you know, I could say once again, growing up because I, you know, I, because of who I was, to me, I just thought it was normal. Everybody else was not normal. I still stay too fast to that, but apparently it's not right. Um, mediums are able to directly communicate, um, you know, with the other side through a person who's passed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's so many different types of, uh, you know, like mediums, you know, like some see like a symbolic type of, you know, thing, um, thing. Listen to me. I'm starting to sound like my mother. Um, you know, and other people can speak directly, mm-hmm. you know, to them and see them, yeah. um, and, you know, as if they're in their physical body form. A medium, uh, works more with the energy. Gotcha. Um, and you know, and that, um, I am, you know, like, like, you know, when people say, well, mm-hmm. you know, like you can see the, you know, you can see these people. So like, I'm a psychic intuitive medium. Um, but I, my psychic abilities are still there, but I've been asked to step those back. So, uh, you know, a psychic is more of, you know, they, they can see, uh, the way they look at more of the here and now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can match the, uh, like this, the, uh, the spirit vibration, um, with the person kind of at a different level. Um, uh, psychics also um, can use, you know, allow the spirits to use their bodies, um, you know, to, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody's seen ghosts where, you know, like they can channel through yeah. where the person's voice comes through. And that. right. that's more of that's more of a psychic part okay. where, you know, where, like I say, a medium is um, there. They have their um, they're more fine tuned for their extrasensory perception, if you want to put it that way. Um, and that uh, we're able to get into the feelings deeper and hear the thoughts of the person, uh, the voices um, and the mental impressions. Um, so it's, uh, it's, and medium, the mediumship part of it is on uh, a little bit of a higher vibration. Um, so they're a little bit more receptive in that way and, you know, to the energies right. of the spirit. So it's kind of, a, you know, I could say, I, because I, I never really thought that there was a difference. You know, I thought that psychics and mediums were all the same. And then I started to do a little bit more reading up on it and, and then realized that, oh, it is different. I didn't realize that 
when I was uh, and when I can actually see spirits um, that I am using more of a psychic ability and when uh, you know and feeling and like I, I can feel the vibration of people I can feel their energy and uh, I'm also an empath um, you know and I can feel if there's something wrong with them uh, you know if they're not feeling well if they have a headache if they have a stomach mm-hmm. ache if their arm or leg hurts um, so all of these things are so different and, uh, you know, so a lot of um, mediums um, and psychics as well. So that's why you get psychic mediums, intuitive mediums, psychic intuitive mediums. We're all basically the same. Our gifts are just um, tuned in a different manner. We're coming and to we're here for a different reason. We're coming to the end of this hour very shortly in a couple of minutes. What is your message for the worldwide listening audience of the Exxon right now? Oh, Wow, there's, you know, there's just so much. And, and the biggest thing is, an, um, and I tell children this, if you hear or see something and somebody said, oh, it's not true, if you feel it within you and yeah. you know yourself, listen truly to your own self and trust your own self and allow yourself to love yourself. Um, and this is uh, something that I put on my Facebook page a lot. Um, is like when I'm talking, I always put the you in, in capital letters. And mm-hmm. I had a person ask me about that. I said, because you are the only person that can completely and truly love yourself and to be able to bring that into you. Yeah. Healing yourself and bringing yourself forward. Because if you can't you know, love yourself, so, no one else will. And that's exactly yeah. it. Um, you know, so there's just so much, you know, it's just, the way I was always look at it, if someone needs to pay something forward mm-hmm. for a message that I've given, if it's not a monetary exchange, um, I said because I'm a hug, I, I, I'm a hugger. A hug heals a lot of things, and this is what I tell them. You know, I have given you this. I said so. In return, you, when you go out tomorrow, you will be presented with a person that you will see that seems very lonely, and I, you know, and that's the person that you're going to go up to and say, you look like you need a hug. And you will give them a hug. It will not only make them feel better, but it'll also make you feel better too. It'll just lift you up even more. Catherine, and, you know, I, I hate to do this, sweetheart, but we have to say so long for tonight. I look forward to meeting you in person and giving you a hug at the Alien oh, Cosmic Expo. Alrighty, next uh, th- uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Brantford, Ontario. Exonation for yeah. more information on Catherine, visit her website, spiritualhandsonhealing.ca. Take care of yourself, Catherine. Looking forward to meeting yes. you next week. Bye-bye, sweetie. Same here. Have a good night. You too. All right, Exonation. As I did last time, I'm going to play another cut from uh, Philip Ramblin' Jack's um, his, uh, his latest CD entitled, What's It Take to Be a Believer? My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away.
Though you've never known death When someone dies you grieve Though you never seen the good Lord There's ones that worship Him each day Find them in the chapels And on their knees to pray What's it take to be a believer Tell me who's to say Looking back on yesterday If someone long ago Hadn't thought we could fly We'd have never gone We'd have never 